Welcome to the How to Pretend to Like Sports podcast. I'm your host, Monica Woodhams. I've been in the influencer industry for over 10 years before it was even an industry. What I found missing in the space was a conversation around sports in a concise, and also I'm here to bring you what you need to know this week in sports so that you don't have to be excluded in the conversation the next time sports comes up. All right, so I am back with another solo podcast episode, but I am really, really hoping that this is like one of the last ones I have been convincing friends to get on the podcast because no one wants to talk by themselves. No one wants to really hear me talk by myself and or my dog, which hopefully when I edit this, his screaming is no longer in the background, making himself into your home. So this is going to be a quick episode. I am going to be rechanging the structure of this for the hundred thousandth time in the next two weeks. So I just wanted to knock a quick one out and then in the next two weeks, hopefully there's an exciting new format. So anyway, this week in sports, this past week, um, it was an emotional week for me. Not because of how much I cared about the sports that were going on, although I am thrilled that football is back and there's something pretty magical about F1 and football overlapping, that is all I really need. But anyway, so no one really talks about watching sports while on your period. I watched probably two games and then um, something else. I don't know what the other thing I watched that was, oh, Joy Taylor left the herd and then started her new show, but I was watching the episode where she was um, saying goodbye. So bawled my eyes out in that. But really because um, on my period, it's just waterworks. Like literally the a coach would like at halftime say like how proud he was of his team and it would just be waterworks and waterworks, like the most emotional thing in the world, which is really no surprise. One of my fun facts is that every year during the draft, I cry and no one understands it, but I think one, it probably has to do with hormones. And two, I really do think it's super sweet how like some for some of these guys like it really is a huge life-changing event that happens in that moment and you can really see it on their faces and their family's faces so i i do think that maybe like not an ugly cry is necessary but like it is a sweet moment and speaking of ugly crying it wasn't just like the games and actual humans talking that was making me emotional dish network has a new commercial out and it's like basically it's a family in the midwest like on a farm and the tornado sirens are going off and dish is great because it didn't go out in the storm but it's telling everyone to go take shelter and then the whole family goes and takes shelter and then the dad comes in and he's like oh good you're all here and then the camera pans to not just the family, but all the dogs. And I can honestly tear up right now thinking about it because it's just so sweet. Okay, we're gonna have to change the subject before I dive too deep because ugly cry can happen at any moment this week. So sports, back to sports. That's what we're doing here. Um, if you are still trying to figure out 
why everyone cares so much about cars driving around in circles for two hours. Let me give you another reason to pay attention and not pay attention to like, you don't have to watch it for two hours, but you have got to watch the fashion that happens in F1. Like the fashion inspiration is just so good. It's European fashion at its core, really. And we're just getting exposed to it more now in the US than we normally do because we're usually being exposed to, I mean, whatever normal American contemporary brands. And we're just used to it. And like seeing influencers in the US, you kind of just start seeing the same pair of faux leather leggings and oversized sweater from Walmart over and over and over again. And I always tell people um, who are saying like they're burnt out of the LTK app to go look at the Instagram for LTK Europe and UTK, LTK Australia. It's so much more inspiring. It's different, it's fresh air. So anyway, I personally am basing my fall style based off of Carmen Mutt's style. She is George Russell's girlfriend. George Russell is a driver for Mercedes. Um, this is his first year, I think, with Mercedes. And he's doing great. He's doing amazing. He seems like a gem of a guy. Um, his sweater game is on point. And if I can convince my friend Allie to join on the podcast, I've already told her we're talking about George's sweater game because it is so good. Um, but his girlfriend's style, the quickness that I ordered a Ralph Lauren chambray top after I saw two ways that she wore it to races, like it was like, I need this right this second and I need to recreate this outfit and this is my vision board for the rest of 2022. So if there's any reason, you should definitely look at her style. Um, there's an Instagram account called Carmen Month's Closet and it's so good. They literally source all of the outfits that she wears. And 90% of the time she's wearing Mango, Zara, um, and H&M. So it's like truly easy to replicate. And then, like I said, George's sweater game on point. And uh, Lewis Hamilton, also Mercedes, he also is known for his style. He definitely has like that like bolder look that on race days he shows up in and it really makes a statement. So um, yeah, it's fun. It's a fun way to get, get a break, take a break from the same outfits that we see over and over and over again. So if that compels you by any means to watch F1, to know who the drivers in F1 are, I mean, it's the fashion. More people don't talk about that. It really comes down to the fashion. Okay, so what else do we need to talk about? We should probably talk about football. Football is back. College football was back last week. This week was the first week of NFL football. Um, and start of fantasy football league. Josh Allen is always my go-to and he never never leads me astray and so far so good but in terms of college football the only thing that i was thinking about over the week was how 
everyone kept talking about how Lincoln Riley has already proven himself as just turning the USC program around and just how good he is and how well the USC players played. Not to take away from him because I agree he's an excellent coach and he is going to take the program around and everyone respects him and yes all of the above but using that game as an example is a little tough for me. Why? Because they played against Rice and no shade to Rice other than the fact I'm the only person in my family who didn't get into Rice um, never forget, my mom said it would be a waste of $60 for me to apply to Rice. Um, meanwhile, she has a degree from there, my dad has a degree from there, and my brother, he actually turned it down, but still, he got it. Anyway, what is Rice? A lot of people don't know what Rice is, it's because it's like this tiny school in Houston, but essentially they call it the Harvard of the South, um, because it's so hard to get into and um let's just say here's a, here's a good way to put it when i went to the college meeting where um like the counselors from the schools come to visit students to talk about it someone asked about what social life is like there i'm 90 percent sure that the, it wasn't me who asked that but there's a chance so anyway the question was asked, what is the social life like? And the guy responded, well, honestly, um, you know, people socialize every, every two weekends. And I was like, in my head, that, that doesn't sound like college. And the funny thing is, is like, I'm not a partier and I never have been, but like that still was like, huh? So anyway, I go home and at dinner, I remember this so clearly. I told my dad about this and I was like, does that sound right? And he was like, completely, that sounds so right. Um, he was on point. So if that tells you anything, um, it's not a sports school. <laughs> it is not, it's like, I don't even know what conference they're in. Like USA, Conference USA, does that still exist? I don't know. Um, and they have this giant stadium in Houston and it's something like I'm not sure like the actual numbers but essentially you could put every alumni from Rice in the stadium from the past and then like plus the current students and then like the future x many years students and you wouldn't come close to being able to film fill the stadium so anyway that's a tangent so basically what i'm saying is rice is not a football school it is a nerd school and i can say that because my entire family went there or like has ties i my claim to fame with rice is that that's where i learned to walk i took all my first steps on their campus i think that should have been enough to get in but whatever not better um so yeah, like, does it really, really count to say like, they did so, so like they've really proven themselves. They're gonna be like one of the top teams in the country when they're like playing someone who's just so not on their level. Like, wouldn't that be like, if 
I would start playing tennis and my first match was against, I don't know, someone who had only played tennis twice in their life and I beat them by a lot and I was able to like hit the racket exactly how I wanted to every time. And it's like, I was able to hit the racket how I wanted to every time because the ball wasn't coming at me at the most aggressive speed in the world. That is a weird analogy, but I hope you get the point. So conversation starter, that could be a conversation starter because I'm sure people have hot takes on that and they're probably like, and they're probably like, well, Oh God, my dog is about to throw up. Okay, that was really chaotic. She didn't end up throwing up, but I don't know. She, I've never seen her kind of try to throw up like that. And she was chewing on a piece of plastic, so a little nervous, but I also tried the hydrogen peroxide route to try to get it out of her. If it oh my God, I forgot to talk about this. How did I forget to talk about this? Okay, we're not signing off yet. So if you hear anyone talking about F1 over the weekend, and they're probably not going to talk about the fashion like I just spent a good five, ten minutes talking about, there is something that is a great conversation starter or jump into mid-conversation topic, and that is how Ferrari's team is the hottest mess and group of clowns of all time. Now, um, Carlos Sainz is my favorite dude. He's from Spain, and um, I just have a soft spot for him. So on Ferrari's team, it's Carlos Sainz and Charles Leclerc, and they're great. Like, they are really good at what they do, but the decision-making that Ferrari has been making lately, clowns. Here's a perfect example that anyone will understand, even if they've never watched it a day in their life. So what you do probably know is like at a certain point, they go and pit and then the tires change, right? If you've seen even the preview for Drive to Survive on Netflix, you have seen that. Okay, great. So last weekend, in it was in the Netherlands. Um, Ferrari, it was Ferrari's turn. It was Carlos Sainz's turn to go into the pit, change the tires up. So you know what happened? There were only three tires. Yeah. Three tires. You need four tires for a car to work. And you could see how silly of a mistake that is. That's like if you went to a football game and forgot to bring a football. Or your helmet, or I don't know, like a very crucial component of success in the sport. So anyway, Google it. It's it's worth googling. It's wild. It's like what? And then you just see the guy in the background carrying the fourth wheel, like way too late to the party. So anyway, that's a good topic for the weekend. So there you have it. Thanks for listening to How to Pretend to Like Sports. If you enjoyed the episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Talk soon.